Hello and welcome back to the Consciously Thriving Podcast. Hi guys, we are back, we are here, we are doing an episode, thank God. I know, we've had some time off, but with good reason, Shulzi got COVID. I did, I did have COVID and I went through my own death and rebirth cycle through that whole process, but... It was all necessary, all needed, and we're back, we're ready, we're ready to do this. We're really, really excited about the topic we're going to talk about today. So It's a hot topic, but I just, before we go further, maybe you can add this into your, um, we we film reels on these things. Maybe let's just take a step back when you said you weren't an energetic match to COVID. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) See if we can do that, that would be so good. Oh my God. Do I have that in um, the... Yeah, watch this Watch this reel. If you guys watch it, go onto our Instagram story. Oh, like a little Sorry teaser. to add another task, task yeah. to your list, but that would be pretty funny. Oh my God. Says she's like, not an energetic match. Laughs that I got COVID. Yeah. Gets COVID. Oh my God, guys. <laughs> I had the biggest head. When my partner had COVID, I was like, you watch dads. I was like, I'm not going to get it because I'm not an energetic match. Literally day after I got it. <laughs> to be honest, I actually was with you on that. I was like, nah. I'm not going to get it. No, no. It makes so much sense as to why I got it. I honestly was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, what the fuck to my guys? I was like, seriously, guys, like Mm. what? Um, But it made so much sense as to why I had to get it in the way that I had to get it. I really had to revisit some old past feelings. I mean, if you want to hear the story, I did a YouTube video on it. So you can visit my YouTube channel uh, to check that one out. It's just my name, Shalay Ozek. So it's S-H-U-L-E-O-Z-E-K. And you can listen to the story there. But it was all necessary. And I know you're being a little smart ass about it. <laughs> had to take it. Um, had to take it, I know. But anyway, we're going to talk about limiting beliefs today. And yeah. this has just been like a hot topic for me and Nats. Mm. We actually have joined this this program together called pleasure codes so it's like a manifestation portal it's run by our womb coach Anna Gasol uh you know she teaches she's taught us and she's guided us through um this journey of reconnecting back to our womb and reconnecting back to our feminine essence you know she's been on the podcast before so you may have actually heard her before but you know she's been such a potent change in our lives absolutely she's she's amazing so at the moment what we're learning to do is um manifest with pleasure Yes. yes, you heard that right. Manifest with pleasure. So we're actually infusing our manifestations with this like sacred, sexual, feminine energy. It's a group of women and, you know, the women in the group are so beautiful. beautiful. It's just such a potent manifestation portal. But yeah. a big part of being in this like accountability group is is the fact that we are keeping each other accountable to show up every day and work through our limiting beliefs, which is key. Absolutely. Like this is like, this is what I like to say um, to clients and um, whatnot to my audience. (laughs) At the end of the day, um, there's like a many steps to the, not many, but there's big steps to the manifestation process. But if you do want to create change in your life, it comes with reprogramming um, the subconscious mind and it's working through your limiting beliefs, which we're going to delve into today anyway. But this is key. If you want to make change, if you're sitting here going, okay, I'm listening to this because I want to actually make change. It starts with the limiting beliefs. 
Absolutely. It starts with this like nitty gritty, repetitive work that we are going to get into. Um, So we're just going to give you like all of the tea, basically, (laughs) basically what a limiting belief is, where it comes from, how to identify them and then how to actually do the reprogramming and Mm. create that lasting change in your life, which is what we all want. (laughs) Yes. So let's just take a step back and go, what the hell is a fucking limiting belief, right? I feel like this term gets thrown around a lot. And if you're new to the world, you're like, the fuck is that? But basically what it is, is a thought or a belief um, that hinders you from basically going after your potential and it is it has a negative association from it uh, with it sorry so if you as example of a limiting belief would be like I'm not a good public speaker um, I'm not pretty enough I'm not good enough um, you know I'm not worthy enough these are all limiting you from going after what you want they're just negative thoughts that don't actually exist they're parts of your re- uh, with your programming that you've developed over over time it's a perfect definition of them that's exactly what they are and so in order to like figure out where these beliefs come from we need to now look at we, we need to look at our mind and mm, how our mind, mind works right mm. so when we look at the mind the mind is basically divided into two categories let's say the subconscious mind and the conscious mind so the subconscious mind is responsible for about 95 percent of the reality that you're experiencing in yeah. this physical world right and the conscious mind is responsible for about five percent of what you're experiencing Mm -hmm. so this is why you know you've probably heard us like talk about you know oscillating in and out of the subconscious um mind to like going back to subconscious programming um and then consciously creating change so Basically, what we want to do is now look at the subconscious mind. If it's creating 95% of what we are experiencing, we need to take a step back and we need to be like, okay, well, what influenced my subconscious mind to carry these beliefs and to create these experiences in my life, right? Mm -hmm. And this is when we go back to our childhood. So back to when you were actually an infant in your mother's womb that is when you will start to like absorb your understanding of the world yeah, yeah. through like your mom you'll like start to absorb the vibrations that she's admitting and the things exactly yeah. what she's going through so they say from the ages of zero to seven is when you're most like heavily programmed you're a sponge you're absorbing yeah. the world so the people the experiences the society or community you're a part of mm-hmm. all of that is influencing your understanding of the world and if you think of it like this like you didn't know good from bad you didn't know you didn't have a belief system when you were in that room and you often hear a lot of women when they are pregnant um talk about or that have had experiences that that experience in the room you know if the mum has been very stressed then their, their first not going to say it all the time, but like their, their experience on earth side, sometimes is very stressful as well because they've, they've picked up that energy in the womb. So a lot of um, women do focus on being like calm. being calm and stuff like that. This is, this is why you, you often see women being very um, working on their mindset, working on all that stuff when mm. they're in the womb, because it's energy. Energy's oh, real. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do that when I'm pregnant. Like, oh, man. I'm, I'm going to be. I'm going to be zen yeah. the entire time now. <laughs> just going to be in a zen state constantly. Yeah. Because it does really. You pick up you. a lot. Like, that. that's your. That's 
where it all starts from. So, exactly. Yeah. So you're absorbing those experiences mm-hmm. from that time. And then as you're going through life, you're, you're still gaining this like belief system yeah. and understanding of the world. So the things that you go through in school, the things that your teachers say to you, the things that your guardians say to you, it all impacts the way that like the things that you believe about yourself to be true Mm. the things that you believe about the world the things you believe about success the things Mm. you believe about money I mean the list is endless and these things can be positive and these things can can be be limiting yeah they they definitely can be so let's get into how do we actually start to reprogram or how do we even how do we know the difference between what the hell is a limiting belief. You know, if they're not, you know, if if some of our beliefs are good and some of our beliefs are bad, how do we know the difference between the two? How do we start to get? So before you can even begin to understand where your limiting beliefs are, because I know that's where a lot of your thoughts would be going. It's like, well, how do I identify what's a limiting belief and what's not, right? And we'll get into that. But the main thing I want to express is the first step, and we have spoken about this before, you have to gain a self-awareness practice. You have to quiet the mind to even understand that there are actually two voices coming through, right? Mm, Absolutely. I agree. This has been like the biggest one for me in actually developing the self-awareness practice. Personally, I always had the outlook of everything is happening to me. Like, you know this to be true. For yeah, you. I think you a, still, a lot, of, a lot of us have. You, had that program. this is really funny. You're gonna laugh because remember when I was like completely not aware and not conscious, but I would blame everything that has ever happened to me, anything bad, anything that goes wrong, on everybody else. Yeah, and because. Shule did have this belief within her that like life was happening to her and look we've all had like don't feel too bad if this is something you've you used to experience I did too but this was on a level that she actually like every time she came along to a family um I, I, a little bit about me is I used to go water skiing a lot right mm-hmm. um no I still do but as a as a kid um a tradition of mine families has been water skiing every time she came she had this belief that she was bad luck and every fucking time something would fuck up. Like to the point where my dad has been under the boat, like trying to get ropes that got stuck. Just this energy of like, she was manifesting this bad luck, right? Yes. Right, even though we digress there. Point is, Shule was like living this life in that way, uh, living this life with this belief that bad things were happening to her. And it wasn't only until she started to meditate and gain a self-awareness practice that she was able to distinguish the two voices in her head. Yeah, like honestly, I didn't understand this concept of like higher self and ego. For me, it was just anxiety Mm. and this like egoic voice that was loud, repetitive, constantly like repeating these like anxious things and like these negative limiting beliefs, like the way that I perceive the world, like just on repeat in my head, right? These limiting beliefs and those thoughts about being bad luck and all of that. So... I had this like on repeat. So for me, I actually had to take a step back. And before I could even start reprogramming and identifying, you know, what was there, what wasn't there, I had to get to know myself. I had to get to know my mind. And that actually meant meditating, actually taking a step back and starting a meditation practice, showing up every single day. Breathwork paired with meditation was like my savior. That was that, uh, that combination it's next level. Your 
your body it just goes into this state of like what's that word it's like euphoric yeah it's, it's like, like euphoric, euphoric. like yeah. your body is just so relaxed anyway um, work allows you to actually activate that vagus nerve mm, and that activates your parasympathetic nervous system, system. <laughs> which i'm bad how i'm like on repeat is that sentence <laughs> um, that is meant to completely calm that fight or flight response that most of us are in And it gets you to this point of just being there with your mind, being there with yourself. And you end up being able to basically quiet the mind enough to a point of actually hearing your higher self, your Mm. intuition kick in. It's like really, really, really powerful. Like, Like through that, honestly, guys, honestly, through doing that, like when I got into my meditation practice... I was a complete atheist. I had no belief of this world. I didn't even know any of this existed. I yeah. was not psychic yeah, one same. bit. I had no sense of intuition, yeah. nothing. Yeah. And I when I when I did this, like I discovered all of this, like, you know, this this subtle energetic world that, you know, this universe is made up on. Yeah, absolutely. It's powerful. And what you know, the meditation isn't just for that moment. If you can set yourself up for the day, if you can set yourself up where you're already calm, then throughout the day, you're going to continue to project that energy. And like when things are happening to you, you know, you generally become more of a, you become more of a calm person. Don't you, don't you reckon? Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember the this first is, time I like walked myself off of a panic attack. Like I was about, I, was, I remember that. I was, I was so proud experiencing of you. panic attacks at that point where once, if you've experienced a panic mm. attack, then you know that once the thought comes and that it's like that panic attack is yeah. starting, it's like you can't get out of it. You start to hyperventilate and it's a full thing. And I remember it happening. Um, and I was like, fuck. Like, I remember like bringing myself mm. back to this place, like actually being able to talk to myself in that moment and being like, okay, this isn't really true. Mm. Like, does this really, is, is this like going to be yeah. worth your energy? Mm. Yeah. So the reason why. So you were tapping me. I was no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> so the reason why yeah. um, we say self, have a self-awareness practice is purely from the belief that you, uh, sorry, let me say that again. So why you want the self-awareness practice is really to get your body out of that fight or flight response. So you become a calmer person. Yeah, and you yeah. become aware of you the become self aware. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like yes, that calm, that calm aspect is mm-hmm. really important, and like stabilizing your nervous system is so important. But actually, like the meditation is so needed, guys. And I mean, like meditation with yourself, only yourself, mm-hmm. nothing else to distract you. Just yeah. you be alone with you, because then you're gonna start to like gain this presence throughout your day as you go about like making decisions. Then you start to monitor your behavior throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, like I'm making a decision from here, or like I'm feeling emotionally triggered with this situation. Like, yeah. so this actually means looking into the triggers that come up throughout the day mm-hmm. now, because now you are being present with yourself you're monitoring your mind and how it works what are the thoughts that are on repeat Mm. and just like a little side note what I actually did and I still sometimes do but I did this at the start of my practice like at my of my spiritual awakening of trying to become self-aware and with like at the start of this reprogramming practice but I started to actually write down throughout the day the thoughts that were on loop so I was like okay like okay I see that you know I have this thought that bad things happen to me when I'm feeling good like so I write that down you know and yeah. that like got me to see what like the main things that came up throughout the day were because they they were just on repeat right they were just mm. on um in my mind 
And the reason I say this is because sometimes like when you're in those meditation practices or you're doing breath work, as you described before, you feel euphoric. So sometimes those beliefs aren't there because yeah, you've calmed your nervous yeah. system down, but they come um, about when you go out through your day and mm, you're like presented with your external environment. Yeah. So like by doing the self-awareness practice, you gain a self-awareness to then be able to identify your triggers like jealousy, yeah. whatever, whatever this looks like. A trigger is really anything that... Um, I guess it's similar to a limiting, like it's similar to a limiting belief in the sense that anything that really like affects you in a negative way or you have a negative response to a situation. Yeah. Mm. So it's like an emotional reaction to something happening in your external environment. So it could be as simple as like you see somebody on social media um, talking about their success, right? The success of their business or Mm. having so much money. And then you have like, you know, either jealousy or judgment Mm. comes up towards them that is a limiting belief, right? That's a limiting belief that you would hold about yourself in that um, you believe that, Mm, yeah, yeah. that you believe that it's not yours. Yeah. You can't have that thing. So the trigger would be that you're jealous, but then the limiting belief would, that's where this work comes in and we'll we'll, um, go into that as well. But the limiting belief is probably, um, it's it's the underlying belief that probably you don't think that that's for you or the thing that this person has you're not worthy of having that right that's what the limiting belief is but the triggers identify the deep limiting belief yeah that's a really good way to put it that's exactly it's like going hand in hand you'll get triggered and then what your job is to actually explore what the the belief is behind that exactly right so Mm. there are going to be some limiting beliefs that you know that you tell yourself Mm. you know that you have you know that are there right Mm. and they're really easy to identify Um, But then there are going to be other aspects of like limiting beliefs that you hold that maybe you weren't so conscious of them. Like we said, this is in the subconscious mind, which is unconscious to us. We're not consciously Mm -hmm. aware. Mm -hmm. So those those ones are really, really potent to actually pick out when we actually look at our emotional responses to the things that are happening in the world, like in our Mm -hmm. world, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that that's that's exactly how you do it. That's that's how we've gotten to where we are today by like it's. The biggest thing to understanding what beliefs within are within you are your triggers. Something I pride like ourselves on. Yeah. One thing that we do so well. I honestly, I actually haven't high five. High five. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't come across people who have like to do this to the level that we do it. Like we have um, friends like Anna and Cheryl. Mm. They definitely do, and yeah. like Camilla and Jamie and all of that. <laughs> but there are just like there's only a select few people that actually dive into their mind in the way that we do. That's why we wanted to give you this today because we're like, this is everything, guys. When you gain this like like accountability and you stop judging and projecting and saying or like giving energy away and like saying it's this person's fault or this person's... Yeah, blaming the external environment around you for the reason why you feel um, the way you do. Yeah, the reason why you're experiencing lack or limitation. And this can even look like blaming your parents and things Mm. like that like I did that for so long I was like well it's my mum's fault because she's she 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 had this belief you know yeah and 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 to be honest people go through traumatic things as well and yes sometimes your parents your parent or parents might have done something that is quite fucked up for you Mm. and it's not about like completely being like distinguishing the bad that's happened to you but it's identifying and being like I don't want to keep repeating these old same habits. Mm. I want to shift the belief and shift the the reality that I'm calling in, right? Yeah, that's what you're taking levels. accountability for. Yeah, yeah, and there yeah. are different levels of like what you're going to take responsibility yeah. mm-hmm. for. Absolutely, but. Yeah. 
in general, just taking responsibility over your life yeah. and the decisions that you make. And exactly like, I like how you reframe that, like, regardless of what it was and what happened, like, do you, do you want to stay there? Yeah. Do you, know? you want to stay there? You're not, you're not responsible for what's happened to you, but you are responsible for what the future looks like. Absolutely. Put that on a t-shirt. You Put can change your future. Yeah, it's all perspective, <laughs> honestly. And there's so many mm. different reasons as to why we go through different mm. things in this universe. Mm. I mean, there are so many things like our soul contracts or purpose, past lives, past lives yeah. fucking, you know, it goes on contracts on. we have with people. It's yeah. just, we can never fully understand yeah. why like certain things happen to certain people and why other people don't experience it, blah, 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 blah. We don't have those answers, you know? We have speculation, but, you know, we will never truly 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 understand and that's okay that's not what the human experience is about like we're here to just feel um and co-create this experience and this reality and we've completely digressed as we yeah so i guess now that like you're at this place where you identify your triggers you probably like a lot of people go well then how the fuck do i reprogram them yeah what do i do like how do i start to change change my reality i've identified it i'm jealous yeah i'm fucking jealous yeah i'm angry (laughs) yeah now what do i do yeah exactly so this is when the reprogramming comes in and this is like why we actually joined an accountability group because it's like we know how to do the Mm. reprogramming work you know we we understand it Mm. but it's about the accountability of showing up every day and doing these things so we wanted to offer you some of our favorite reprogramming tools that we play with that we use I know personally like I don't stick to one way of doing things like I'm just the type of person that like needs to change it up and that's Mm -hmm. with all of my practices if I have like a really linear standard at this time you wake up and you do this practice like it worked for me once upon a time at a certain place in my journey when I Mm -hmm. actually needed like structure and like accountability to like you know show up but now that like I infuse this work with my life Mm -hmm. it's really different with how I show up with these practices if I'm constantly just doing like one method day in day out I'm not going to oh, do it. You I wanna, will get so bored. You want to build a toolkit of what yeah. works best for you, what feels good. Like you don't want to be like, oh, I have to go into do a breath work when you're not really feeling like breath work's what you need. Maybe you just want to do a dance or like mm. you just want to do affirmations or whatever feels good. You want to build a toolkit because you want to enjoy the practices. You don't want it to become a chore. Exactly so, right. And yeah, we'll get into our toolkits. Yeah, so yeah. they're pretty similar. Um, but basically the same thing. Basically. <laughs> We're the, the same, same person. person. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our favorite is affirmations. Affirmations. We love so, a good affirmation. And do you know why? Because your words, are a big. what you feed your subconscious mind is a big part of what your reality looks like. So if you're, think about it like this, if you can if your mind is programmed to believe like you know you're not worthy and all that and you continue to believe it through your thoughts imagine the power in retraining the subconscious mind your reality will start to reflect that you know saying things like i'm worthy or i'm wealthy those are the things that like you're re so like you know if you can create a limiting belief you can definitely unlearn it right you're not you're not stuck with that and that's what the affirmations do they're speaking to the subconscious mind Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And with affirmations, there are like so many things I want to say with this topic. So with affirmations, I really, really recommend 
doing your own based on mm, your limiting always, beliefs, always, right? right? Yeah. A lot of us actually will go online and be like, okay, look up an affirmation, mm-hmm. but it's not speaking to your direct and, limiting and belief. your situation, right? So, mm-hmm. like we spoke about this a lot, like we get hard on ourselves because you know something that, like to be quite honest, something that I've worked through. Um, is a lot around um, body image and self-love and all that, right? If I went up there and started doing affirmations that I love my body, I love all these things, which is which is true, and we're working towards that. My body, my body rejects that because it's like it's not really where it's at now, right? Mm-hmm. So then I would change that to um, I'm working on loving my body, and when I'm in my nervous system is in a good place, I would replace that affirmation, right? This is why it's so important to get the affirmation to be tailored to your situation you know you could be taking an affirmation offline on someone who's in a different completely different financial circumstance to you who has different trauma to you have different like completely different belief system to you absolutely Mm. and um what was the way like so for example if you want to attract more wealth and you want to be rich right so you want to be rich but right now you're not experiencing that abundance in your reality if you say the words i am wealthy Take a moment right now, repeat that word to yourself. I am wealthy. What feeling did you get in your body? Were you like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm wealthy? Or were you like, that's not true? Like, did you kind of retract? If you had that, that's not true response, then that means that that affirmation isn't true to you. And that isn't going to be implemented in your nervous system, in Mm -hmm. your subconscious mind. The feeling that's going to be implemented is the feeling of it not being true. So this is why it's... You've got to be careful with... You have to be careful of how it's worded so that you are like, so that you are working with the subconscious mind in a really smart way so like you said something really important like you mentioned what did you say the other day about an affirmation that like you can say instead like if you you can't say i am wealthy because your body doesn't believe that yet i'm working toward i'm working towards my wealth because that's the absolute truth you are working towards that or i'm working towards loving my body i'm working towards a healthier version of me i'm work i'm working on my health let's just say you wanted to you know, you've had some physical um, issues. Yeah. You you just reframe it in in what's good for, uh, in a way that feels good. Um, yeah. You know, and another. You don't sorry. Want to be, uh, oh, sorry. No, go. Uh, you don't. Are you going to go on to another point? Yes, I am. Okay. So go on to so the other. <laughs> um, there's another thing that I want to add to that. I was actually reading that book that you purchased on the Audibles. Yes. Yeah. On the Audibles. Let me like <laughs> old. I'm like fucking wow. Um, it was called The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joe Murphy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he is, um, get rid of that. In the book, he actually discusses how he discusses this exact point about making sure that your subconscious and your nervous system believe the words that you mm-hmm. were saying. Mm-hmm. So he actually suggested not attaching a story to the the thing that you want to call in. The subconscious mind is not like it's not biased, right? It doesn't have an opinion. It's completely neutral. It's actually that's a really good point you make because this is why affirmations are so important. Your your subconscious mind is like. It will do and it will just feed whatever you say. You had a good analogy not long ago where you said the subconscious mind is lazy. Like it oh, it will do the it will do the minimum and what you tell it to do. If you say this is where it gets like 
like with affirmations around what you're trying to bring in, like, especially around wealth, like, you know, you have to be pretty specific in what you want to call in as well. Like Mm -hmm. things like I want more money is going to literally like the subconscious mind takes that literally. It it will give you a dollar if it wanted to, it will do the bare minimum to get you there. So with your affirmations, yeah. Um, you, you just got to make sure that yeah 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 so that's like it goes back to that I guess Mm -hmm. that could even go into it intention setting which you Mm -hmm. know we should all be setting intentions for our lives and the things that we want to experience Mm -hmm. that's really important but yeah with affirmations it's so important to like he said to just use like one word that makes you feel good so for example we've just used the example of I am wealthy if you're not experiencing that in your reality then you would have felt that change Mm -hmm. in your body you would have felt that not Mm -hmm. being true in your body right now Mm -hmm. so instead say the word wealth how do you feel? Say the word abundance. I Say the word success, right? You just feel like, oh my God, yes. Like, mm. fuck yes. Like I, you know, that that feels good. Your mm. body's like, oh my God, great. That Those words are high vibrational words. And just yeah. repeating that to yourself mm. is so powerful. Yeah. yeah, so it's really good to obviously get your um, affirmations or have your affirmations or, no, oh, sorry, yeah, so it's really good to, to have affirmations that you, it feels good for your nervous system. But I think what's most important as well is, um, or is just as important, is the repetition of your affirmations. Yes, it's so Sorry. important. <laughs> We're just laughing because we would have cut this bit out, but I she was repeating the same sentence and I thought she said repetition. <laughs> She's adamant she said repetition we'll look back at the recording we'll look back yeah yeah no you want um, to um the repetition and the consistency is what is actually going to change your um train your subconscious mind and yeah. i want to give this analogy can i just add this in part mm. <laughs> see what i mean yeah, like, <laughs> can i just add this in part i'm telling you guys she said repetition repetition <laughs> probably did but anyway the reason why is because you know, it takes time for your subconscious mind to hold that belief or to do the action. Like you didn't learn how to drive a car overnight. It took time. It took that repetition Mm. to to do that. And that's no different with changing your beliefs. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. It's the practice. It's the constantly showing up. And that's what makes this work tedious. It's what makes this work boring often. Mm. You know, sometimes it can be boring just sitting Mm. there saying those things to yourself, but you're thinking about the outcome of what it's going to get you, right? Um, And you can make the practice is fun as well yeah I was gonna say like yeah it's it's what you make of it as well like um yeah like it's it it comes back to how badly do you want to change your reality how badly do you want to make the change and I feel good when I do my affirmations like holy shit you know yeah Um, I don't sit there being like okay I need to be a ticked off task it's like throughout the day it's my every time I make an action or every time I feel anxious my affirmations come in there like I am safe I am protected yeah Mm. So it's what you make. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It is what you make of it. Um, but I've definitely felt that I think being on this journey for like two years now, mm-hmm. you know, you get to this point of like, I'm gonna continue doing my affirmations. Yeah. I gotta, you know, and sometimes They'll never stop. they won't they will never stop. And there are like there's one belief, you know, the one that I've been talking about on this um in this episode was that um like uh, this negative like outlook on life I had a really like negative outlook Mm. on my experience right that was something that I've been working on for two years and just this year guys I kid you not just this year 
was when I started to just naturally start looking for the positive and mm, thinking about the positive see? in situations. So when something like inconvenient would show up, I wouldn't think of my life is shit. Fuck, this always happens to me, which is what I would do. Mm-hmm. Now, like now I think of, oh, the universe is looking out for me. This had to happen. Oh, what lesson yeah. am I learning in this? You know, the day ta- that that actually time. happened, I nearly cried because yeah, I was like, wow. I noticed that within me and I was like, oh my God, I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. No, <laughs> honestly, it's so good. And I, can I just go back to to that point where you said you know it's tedious and stuff like that you know it doesn't have to be this whole you know I've got a list of no it, it doesn't have to be this whole hold on what I was gonna say I just want to go back to that point where you said um affirmations can be tedious right it's not one of those situations where you're you've got a list of affirmations you say them at the start of the day you go about your jerry you go about your merry day and then at the night you probably do the same thing no this is your affirmations are actually the words you speak to yourself throughout the entire day how you affirmations are not like this list well they are but they're not these lists that you just work through on a daily basis it's the fucking words you use on it consistently like how you know there's no point saying i'm wealthy and then going and saying i'm broke like five minutes mm-hmm. later when you, you you're mm-hmm. being put in a situation where you have to spend or do you get Such what i mean like yeah, yeah. it's it's how you're these for me affirmations are not it, they're, they're the language I choose to speak to myself by, you know, like how I, how I choose to speak to myself. I so, agree, yeah. No, you it's, know, it's literally you're reprogramming the your thoughts. It's yeah. actually reprogramming your beliefs. You don't, yeah, it, it's it's just not, it shouldn't be a chore. It really shouldn't. This should be your, your how you now moving forward start to speak to yourself. I feel like I just got in trouble for saying that, guys. Like, I yeah, bad, yeah. <laughs> No, 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 I didn't mean like that. But it but it can be. Like, it can these be practices, tedious. Like, yeah. you're just constantly coming back to it and it can mm. feel like, it can feel like it that. They do like make that. you feel good after mm. it, but that, that initial push to get you to actually sit down mm. with yourself and yeah. do it, it can. It can yeah, feel like in like constantly tedious. correcting your language and things like that. It, it takes time. But I do, I do agree with the perspective of like affirmations aren't just in the morning and at night. And this is something I also adopt in my mm. life. It's how, what the language you use when you're in conversations with people, how you talk about yourself, all of mm. that. And I think that that's really important. Because yeah. I want to actually mention this like study. I'm like, what a perfect place to like just chuck this in there. Um, I was doing research on Dr. Emoto, who was a Japanese scientist who actually found that different words create uh, like actually influenced water molecules in Mm. a different way so he actually found you can look this up his study showed that high vibrational language so things like love forgiveness thank you like things like that Mm. actually like um the water molecules will form in this like synchronistic beautiful way they kind of look like snowflakes like that's how the water water molecules will respond to that vibration but then when they used words like evil disgust and things like that the they completely the water molecules became like obscure and completely like fucked up yeah it was just this Mm. like it's this like actual physical tangible proof of how our words carry vibrations and how that actually has a play on effect with our physical reality like it's literally supporting the idea of like affirmations changing you on a like a biological level because mm. guys we are what 60 percent water yeah no it, it's true yeah so it's if true. we're made up of water and this is what we found in studies that show that words actually impact the like the formation of water molecules i mean like mm. what does that what does that mean for us yeah it's a powerful yeah, understanding sure 
other things that we love to do, like I think affirmations are the most important and the most consistent that we do for reprogramming. Yeah. Um, we really, really love to neutralize our limiting beliefs as a part mm-hmm. of our reprogramming mm-hmm. practice, which is something we've also learned in Pleasure Codes. Yeah. So neutralizing limiting beliefs is so powerful. I mean, if there's something that I've learned from ETs and connecting to mm-hmm. higher vibrational beings is that they are fucking masters of their energy. Mm. They know themselves. They are so particular with how they emit their energy Mm. and how they vibrate. And that is something, when I look at a human soul compared to an ET soul, I'm just like, fuck, you can see the difference. Like the Mm. human soul is just like completely sporadic and it's like, I don't know what to do with all these emotions because it's feeling everything in such a dense, like we're feeling everything so densely and so Mm. intensely and we're not taught how to manage our emotions and our frequency. Yeah. Whereas an ET is just like, it's like a master, master of his energy field. Mm. (laughs) No, that's fucking insane. And you had an experience with actually seeing one at one point. We won't go into that because... No, I think I've gone on to it on the podcast anyway. ET in my room. Go watch that episode. (laughs) Um, So yeah, like it's really, really powerful to neutralize these negative emotions because with these emotions the reason why like we have limiting beliefs like you are carrying a belief to that thing you're feeding that reality you're you're feeding that energy so Mm -hmm. consciously we can be aware and be like okay well I know that the bullying I received in the first grade about me was having a big nose is not true. I know that that's not true. You know, I love my nose. I'm fine. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So you got the cutest nose. Thanks. (laughs) But like, I'm just using an example, right? I consciously, I know that that's not true as an adult, right? But subconsciously, I, my, my nervous system believes that it is true. And it is a memory stored in there, right? It's a, yeah, it's a memory stored. Mm. It's, you know, it's formed in my memory, um, system. So To break that apart now, I dive into those sorts of emotions. Now, that's like a really minor one, but I dive into everything. Like I dive into the fear of failure in the things that I want to go after. I dive into everything, this fear of lack, all of it. So, yeah. So how do you neutralize that? You face it? I face it head Mm. on, right? So this gets really like some people go, oh, that's fucked up. Like, how does that work? So the only way to get through some of your living to limiting beliefs and fear is by neutralizing them by imagining and facing them and feeling them at their worst core. Right. Mm -hmm. And actually, you know, if we're looking at just say, um, some limiting beliefs around fear or anything like that, you would go into the, the, the feelings, you would envision the scenario happening. I don't know if you do this. Yeah. You imagine it happening Mm -hmm. and you get your nervous system, you get yourself at a point to be comfortable with that outcome or with that situation, right? Yeah, and I do this, like, with everything, guys. Like, mm. I was afraid to go into the forest alone. Like, I was scared of being, like, taken and kidnapped. I sat there and I envisioned what it would be like to go through that entire process. Yeah. I literally did that, and it was really interesting. At the end of it, I came to this point, and I was like, oh, like, at the end of it, I was like, but I would still just be okay. Like, I'll still get out of it. I'll still figure it out. Like, regardless, of, it kind of like neutralizes the fear. And then you get mm-hmm. to see, I'm like, mm-hmm. you get to see that that is not even like, it's unlikely. It's like, unlikely. You get unlikely to, s- to happen. You get to see, you get to realize how sometimes your 
your limiting beliefs are so um, irrational. So if you had this thing of, I have an ugly nose, you would literally feel into that and be like, I have an ugly nose or, no, a big nose, sorry, not an (laughs) ugly nose. Yeah. You would feel into that. How does that make you feel? You might want to cry. You might be upset at the circumstance that happened. But then by feeling it, you're releasing it. Yeah. Um, You feel it and it just goes out of your body and then you start to like calm your nerve. Like there's something that happens with neutralizing that fear that you go, I'm, this isn't as bad as I think. Well, that's the thing. Like emotion wants to be felt. Yeah, emotion we is came energy. Here. We it's came literally here to energy. Feel. Yeah, and if you look at like quantum physics and you mm. look at the actual like science behind energy, what do we know about energy? It cannot be created. Mm. It cannot be destroyed. Right. Yeah. So we cannot get rid of it we have to move through it we have to transmute it some way all it wants to do is pass through your body if you push down an emotion you're like i'm not going to feel my negative emotions guess what that's becoming stagnant stagnant in in your body and it's it can manifest physically as well with physical elements yeah absolutely um and i think like this is why the limiting beliefs work is so important and why the reprogramming is so important because like you don't want to stagnate the emotion in your body because your limiting beliefs are carrying a lot of bad emotions to it i'm going to use that word but yeah a lot of not so great emotions like they're limiting beliefs for a reason they're they're not you know um they're not good so mm. Do you want that to stagnate in your body? You need to feel it. Whatever feels good for you. Do you need to cry? You just have to release it. Sometimes even neutralizing it through dancing or whatever, you know, whatever feels good. As long as you're feeling what it feels like. Well, exactly right. Like sometimes it's hard to go into those really dark places and those dark feelings. Like sometimes the limiting beliefs can be dark or really hard to feel. Um, and I'll actually use movement to get into those feelings like a bit more, right? Sometimes you need to like, yeah. especially, um, when a limiting beliefs, there's anger involved mm. is all it wants to do is you just, you need it, to express. It, that's one that I find like, it can, like it's frustrating to keep stagnant. Yeah. You have to move. Yeah. And I even want to give an example of how, like maybe with my health anxiety, um, yeah. what I did to neutralize that, how do I, how did I start to reprogramming, reprogram? my my beliefs yeah yeah how did you do it so i um i had experienced i think it was in 2020 um i would say pretty severe health anxiety after a bit of a health scare i had i I got a blood clot in one of my legs from being on the pill Mm -hmm. and there we go what happens nadia got reprogrammed to think that she was gonna die and every time i had to go to the doctors and what did my mind subconscious mind do it thought i was under threat all the time and it would create problems that weren't Mm -hmm. there all of a sudden physical things were happening to me you know i went into panic anytime something was wrong with my body or whatever right see the the programming then happened right but then what the belief was, was that I was unsafe and that what happens if something, what happens if I get an illness? You know, these were the things that I had to face. It's m- much easier. Well, actually, it's actually harder. But what I did for before getting into this work is I would ignore that. I would feel anxiety. I'd feel shit about it, but I would ignore it. Then I got into this work of neutralizing the belief. So I went to the extent of going, the, the trigger would come up. And then anxiety would would happen. And I, okay, okay, I need to feel it. So I'd go to the level of feeling what it would feel like if something were to happen to me. What if I got the illness? And it was fucking uncomfortable. It's not a nice feeling. Like if you've, health anxiety is like a really like a, it's a really scary form of anxiety to have. Like they're all, it's all, anxiety is not good in general. But this feeling was just like you, you feel like you 
lacking so much control in your life. Mm. And I went to that level and I just, the anxiety became so profound. And then the more I kept envisioning it happening and the more I tried to realize that I am not in control, the fear slowly, slowly starts to neutralize because it's more exhausting to live a life with having this fear inside me. And I could start to feel it moving throughout Mm. my body. It's like, well, I don't have control over this circumstance. And that's, that's the key, right? Like just facing it head on. I felt it. It wanted to be felt. It wanted to be moved out. It didn't want to stay in my body. Yeah. And yeah. That's powerful. I remember that day you came over and I could actually feel the energetic shift with you. Mm. And you looked me, like, I remember you looked me in the eye and you were like, I would be fine. Like you looked at me and you're like, even Mm -hmm. if I got sick, I would be fine. Mm. And that's exactly where she needed to get. She needed to get to a point of being like not feeding, not, not Mm. being comfortable, but just not feeding it energy, right? Just Mm. this complete surrender of like, if that is the reality that I'm here to face, then I would be fine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I love the universe and I trust the universe. The universe has my best intention at heart. It knows what it's doing. It knows like it's, you know, everything is happening. Best case scenario. If this is a lesson I need to learn or whatever. I just remember that utter like. It's like what out like. What I was doing for a long time was trying to control and be like, you know, I'm safe, I'm healthy. And all these things are true. And the fear is irrational. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was actually getting to a point of like, the only way I'm going to neutralize this is by just letting go of the fear. Yeah, it's this lack of control. That's the issue. It's the lack of control. So yeah, that's what we mean by actually neutralizing. It's feeling, it's feeling if you're watching the video you can see me right now it's like getting that out and i i even with anger like shaking it out like screaming it out like move the thing i have a bat and i like punch my bed and Mm. hit my bed with it just don't want to be in your room you don't want to be in the room while i'm doing it i broke my tripod the other day yeah she's like oh i just did an anger ritual and she's like broke my tripod need a new one (laughs) what are you gonna do my lighting for some of my videos haven't been good since but what are you gonna do yeah Yeah. sorry i had to take that on you (laughs) no all good all good um but yeah that's that's a very in-depth um way that we uh well i'll just say the most important thing about neutralizing emotion it's not about staying in that negative emotion it's like one thing to actually feel it but it's so important to then replace it Mm. so if you're gonna put this in your reprogramming toolkit which i highly recommend yeah going into those types of emotions only when they arise as well. Like if you're waking up and you feel really good one day, don't force yourself to like get into a negative emotion just to go into like an alchemy practice of like releasing and transmuting. Only do it when the emotion is coming up or when you're being triggered. That's really important Mm. because vibration is everything. You know, you're going to attract the things that you're... um, that your 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 vibration attracts the reality that you're mm-hmm, experiencing, mm-hmm. right? So, the most important thing after an alchemy session like that, if you're going to go into negative, low emotions like that, is to then replace it with love and gratitude and that feeling of abundance and expansion. Yeah. So I like to always do the the neutralizing work first, and then I'll replace it with like my affirmations and practice, like you know, mm-hmm. essential dance, anything yeah. that like makes me feel high vibrational and good. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. So a couple of other things, like we won't get like too into it. Yeah, I feel like those two, two things were the main, main things, things that we've done, but other things that you can put into like your reprogramming toolkit are things like EFT tapping, which is emotional yeah. freedom technique. You actually tap on like 
meridian points in the body to actually release um that's that belief yeah. or that emotion mm-hmm. um that's one of my favorite things to do i actually recently did a course where i became accredited in eft oh, tapping I'm gonna do that soon. so good i didn't think i was gonna love it as much because i was playing around with eft and i didn't really understand it because i was doing like gala darlings videos no. and things like that. she's amazing by the way definitely a good introductory to like start EFT tapping however like when you actually like understand EFT and do it with like a practitioner or do it specifically for you formulated for your beliefs Mm. it's powerful like with that release so EFT yeah I love that um another one that I really love is journaling out the limiting beliefs and saying what's true what's not true yeah even just getting to the bottom of some of your limiting beliefs is really important like journaling's awesome to get like thoughts to paper like the more you write it's just like the more comes out so even just writing down there's something that happens with the subconscious mind when you're writing down I don't know if you know this it has such a big effect on the reprogramming of the subconscious conscious I've heard mind that actually. compared to if you were to type it up and stuff yeah like that. it like it embeds into it embeds you. it there's something yeah. I don't know the science behind it but something happens with actually writing it it's out. like you pay more attention to it it's like it's more important the yeah. fact that you're writing it down yeah yeah um but yeah journaling is really helpful even like journaling out your limiting beliefs and being like how are these actually not true like yeah. debunking them and then replacing it with the truth replacing them with the truth and then what i like to do is take it a step further as well is go into the truth and start to actually dive into how the truth is true Mm. you know like oh actually this is true yeah and proving to myself how that affirmation is true absolutely but this changes like you know we just feel into the day do we feel like doing eft today do we feel like dance like what do we Mm. feel like doing but yeah journaling is a really really good one what else mantras which is part of um affirmations as well yeah they're like affirmations yeah um Um, hypnosis uh hypnosis is really good i don't do hypnosis nearly enough as i should yeah hypnosis Uh, is really powerful you got to be careful where you get them off from uh where you get them from yeah i recommend going to (laughs) gaia go to gaia um, if you have a subscription, you can do it there. Be really mindful of doing YouTube ones. Like, make sure you really trust mm. the person. I know Leo. Yeah, I was going to say, I've done a couple of hers. We do her breath work, which is Yeah, insane. she does one hypnosis one. Um, really, really good. Just be mindful of who you're letting take you into that state. Like, you are in complete control with hypnosis. But whatever is feeding your subconscious mind when you get into that, like, theta brainwave state. So that's um, the idea mm. of hypnosis. It's taking you to that theta brainwave state that is where you are actually accessing the subconscious mind directly which is so fucking powerful yeah and then you're feeding it beliefs but you know you can actually get to that state out of hypnosis as well so you can actually access that state when you're coming out of sleep so Mm, just that as you're like waking up yeah that is the theta like you're you're in the theta state there that's when you should start repeating those so often when people are waking up they'll start to say like they'll start to think about what they need to do for the day but instead of doing that think about the affirmations like think about wealth think about success yeah start thinking that you can get to this state in meditation as well 
You can. I think with meditation, it's, it's the than. it's actually the alpha state. So it's not yeah. complete theta, mm. but it's alpha. So it's um it's like the theta state is what you want. Like that's like the most mm. powerful time to actually sub like to train the subconscious mind. Yeah. There was actually a point where I created like a track. I recorded myself saying my affirmations, and as oh, I was yeah. waking up, like when I just woke up, I would grab my headphones and put on that track, and I would just listen to them. Mm. Um, but now I kind of just like repeating it to myself in my yeah. head. Yeah, I'm just saying like, something well, is a power in listening to yourself. Yeah, yeah, power with listening to your own words actually say it. Mm. And just as you're going to bed, so those are the most like powerful times yeah. to like say those sorts of words. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hypnosis is so good as well. There's just yeah. so many different things that you can try. Mirror work is also a really good one where you look at yourself in the mirror and you like hype yourself up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mirror yeah. work, yeah. No, so good. Love it. These are such, oh my God, I get so excited about this word. This pra- These practices are amazing. Yeah. So... Finally is the accountability piece. Ah, uh, yeah, right. So we so, just wanted to finalize with this point. Yeah. Okay. So what we mean by the accountability piece is everything we've said up until this point is how to like train your subconscious mind. But ultimately the decisions you make, what you lean into is ultimately what shifts the reality. Cause that's where you're really telling your subconscious. I'm not feeding that anymore. For example, if Shulzy and Nadia had, a, you know, actually, I'm just going to talk about Shulay here. Um, Shulay's money issue, right? If you've gone on her recent YouTube video, she spoke about her laptop that she purchased. Now, Shulay's been working through her money beliefs, right? In that moment, the fear of, I don't have money for this right now. This is silly. I shouldn't buy that. Even though her higher self was saying, you need this. You're, you know, you're going on to doing a lot of content development. Your laptop's not working. What changes the reality is, is Shule going to feed into that narrative of, I don't have that money, or is she going to step into her power and and actually purchase the laptop? That is the scary part. It's actually being like, am I going to feed this anymore? And by taking that action, you're really reprogramming the subconscious mind because what she's telling herself by actually purchasing it and not listening to those beliefs is what you're really saying is, I'm safe. I do have enough money. I am worthy. I, you know, that ultimately you can say these things to your back and blue in the face, mm. but in well, your how, actions you matching what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. You know? yeah. Um, so this is where the accountability piece comes in. You know, um, one of the things I've been really fearful of is public speaking. Am I going to feed into that and convince myself, keep telling myself that I'm not good at speaking? Or am I going to do the scary thing and know that I'm here to make change, know that I'm here to help people through this work? Yeah, you're going to like go on lives. Which am I going to do, am I going to go on lives and you're going to like create the podcast? And I'm going to create, up. I'm actually going to do the things. I'm not going to feed that reality anymore. Yeah. The things that scare me, I'm not going to feed it. And that's ultimately what is changing my reality because I tell you now when I stepped into com- my out of my comfort zone, my entire belief system is really shifting. I went from thinking I'm so bad at public speaking to doing like a few lives to going like, I actually see this being a huge part of who I am. Like, I think I'm going to, I'm falling in love with like public speaking. Public speaking. How fucked Where, is that? And guys, like the first, like the first live she ever did, mm. she was like on the phone to me. And she's like, I'm never doing that again. That's yeah, not for yeah. me. I don't even like it, Shulay. And I was like, shut up. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's obviously it takes time. Like um, I'm, I'm learning, but I'm changing my belief system. Cause I'm like, actually, that's not as scary as I thought. Like, you know, um, yeah. so it's, it's really the, the accountability piece of being like, what decision am I going to make today yeah. that's going to change my reality? 
Love that. And Mm -hmm. I love that we're ending on that note. So it's like, you know, working with yourself, working with the beliefs, identifying them, Mm -hmm. and then actually making that fucking conscious change, right? Yeah, consciously changing. But I just want to know, like, it will be a bit of back and forth when you first start. Oh, absolutely. You've got to think you've had, like, however, like, how old, however, how old you are, whatever. You've, like, spent, like, how many years? doing the same patterns, doing the same things and what compared to now when you're conscious, like for me, I've spent like um, 23 years in this like loop, that same cycle. And now just like the two years of being conscious, like, you know, it takes time yeah. for things to change. It takes mm-hmm. time for things to like implement in your reality. Some things are going to implement faster. Some things are going to get stick faster. Some things are going to take time. Like mm-hmm. my belief about like my negative projection on the world that, you know, I, I I started working on that in 2020 yeah. and like what's well, 2022 now. And I finally think that way naturally now, yeah. but it took me showing up every day and choosing to make a different decision, choosing to make a different decision, Absolutely. stepping into like discomfort and all of that. Mm, make decisions from who you want to be, not who you currently are. Love that. Put that on a t-shirt, t-shirt. and let's finish it off here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. We'll Th- see you in the next episode. I was going to say thank you. Guys. Oh yeah. Thank you yeah. for joining and listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you. I hope that this really landed and I hope that it taught you something. I hope that, you know, there was just lots of like takeaways on like Mm. how you can start to implement some of this stuff in your own journey. Reach out to us if you want to start like, you know, having this conversation around this topic. It's just, um, one that has completely changed my life. I know it's completely changed your life Completely different reality. Absolutely. Mm. Constantly changing. Here for it. Here for it. All right. Thank you so much. We'll see you in next week's episode. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye. If you love today's episode, please do not forget to rate and review in iTunes or Spotify. If you would love to connect with us on a more intimate platform, you can find us both on Instagram at Shule Ozek and at Nadia Galli. We would love to connect with you. Thanks for listening.